Welcome to My Cyborg Life, where we attempt to tackle the daily struggles of people with Parkinson's by providing an interactive community in which to offer advice, suggestions, solutions, and relief. We also explore deep brain stimulation as an option of treatment by highlighting my personal journey with Parkinson's disease and DBS. I'm Kevin Denicky, your host, and this is My Cyborg Life. Hey, fellow Parkinson warriors, marhaba, maligayang bagdatin. Welcome back to My Cyborg Life. I'm your host, Kevin Denicky. In today's episode, we're going to talk about freezing in an episode I called uh, How to Unthaw from a Deep Freeze or Several Ways I Train My Brain and Body to React to Freezing During Parkinson Off Times. We're going to touch on proactive ways to react to the debilitating inconvenience of freezing and gate freezing for people with Parkinson's. As my disease progressed and it became more difficult to do things I used to take for granted, I decided I needed needed to adapt to this new reality in order to survive. We will discuss some of the tricks of the trade I learned along the way from physical therapists, occupational therapists, social workers, friends, some of it for myself, my own intuition. I said, hey, let me give this a try. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. You don't know if you don't try. Sometimes it'll work for a while, then you need to change it up. You always try to stay one step ahead of Shelby. So I utilize what I learned to help me do something called create a new construct. And what I like to call the Kovacs method. Taking it back a little ways with that one, that was a little clip of Freeze Frame, the Jay Giles band, way back in the 80s. I remember that from maybe 6th grade. You have heard me mention freezing and down times, off times, or off episodes uh, throughout our story so far and our discussions. Um, let me explain what these terms mean to those of you who still may be unfamiliar or uncertain with the Parkinson's lingo, or for those of you who just joined us with This Is Your First Podcast uh, in the series. Um To put it simply, freezing is one of the motor symptoms of Parkinson's disease. It causes a sudden but temporary inability to move. It can happen all of a sudden at any time in the middle of a walk called gate freezing or when trying to get up from a chair called chair freezing. Actually, no, it's not. I'm only kidding. It could be called that, I suppose. But um, from my experience, it feels like your feet are stuck to the floor and you can use all the power and strength in your body, but mafi, nothing. You can't move. It also feels like some magnetic force is pulling you down or pulling you forward. Um, it may be hard to fathom for someone without par- without Parkinson's, but this is the best way that I can explain it. I would also tell people sometimes it felt like my back was 
cement casting or my body was slowly turning into stone. Um, these freezing episodes um, are usually only a few minutes, but sometimes they can last 30, 40 minutes or on really off days, sometimes hours. I wouldn't necessarily be frozen for hours but uh, or 30, 40 minutes, but uh, it would be like a combination of freezing with stiffness and rigidity. And you know, I try to get up, I wouldn't be able to walk. Um, without falling, so I to be careful. So I need to wait it out. You know, it's, it's tough. Uh, to say the least, this can be exhausting for people with Parkinson's, as well as the caregiver. You know, don't forget about the caregivers. They have to deal with this shit too. You know, <laughs> especially if it's something they haven't experienced yet. You know, something new. Uh, so, so many times I've had someone tell me, or I've told myself, "Hey, come on, Kevo, just walk, move your foot. Why want to go? Why want to go?" But like I said before, nothing. You know, it's. It's crazy. Uh, freezing has a lot of negative consequences. You know, not only does it limit the PWP or person with Parkinson's ability to move, it may make them not want to move or partake in social activities because even when their mobility is okay, because the fear that they'll freeze up when they do it. Um, this can lead to apathy and depression, as well as worsening of other symptoms due to inactivity. You know, if you're just sitting around doing nothing, it's going to make you a lot worse. So, so what causes this freezing? Um, is there anything that can trigger freezing episodes? And most of all, is there anything that will make them go away? Those of us who have dealt with these freezing issues have asked ourselves these questions a thousand times over and over. I've tried everything through the course of my experience with this disease, and the best thing was getting DBS surgery. Now I'm going to share some of the Jedi mind tricks I would play on Shelby to snap out of my freezing spells. You will remember Shelby is the name I gave my Parkinson's persona. The brutal monster that would take over my body during my off episodes as I transformed into something else like Jekyll and Hyde. I realize now I must use myself as the subject of the experiment. Now the die is cast. Nothing left to lose. Time alone will prove. My theory's through. I'll show the world. Oh, dear God. Oh, God. What is this? ladies and gentlemen, was the fabulous David Hasselhoff in the song First Transformation from his performance of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. So what can cause or trigger freezing episodes? Oftentimes it happens right before the person is due for that next dose of medication. They can happen at any time, however, and freezing tends to occur when first trying to initiate movement or starting to stand or walk. Like I said, those first couple steps are sometimes the hardest. You try to move, put all the energy in your body to move that foot, nothing. You know, It's crazy. Uh, people with Parkinson's are also more likely to be triggered while doing things like walking through doorways, turning corners, turning around, or stepping from one type of surface to another, like from tile to carpet, or from uh, area rug to the regular floor. Uh, so many times I've experienced walking to the kitchen to put dishes in the sink, and then being in, unable to turn around or, or making it to the toilet, and freezing up right before you need to take those final two steps. 
so you can reach the toilet and not pee all over yourself or the floor or your foot. Um, multitasking, stopping, or slowing down your pace can also trigger freezing, as well as stressful situations. Freezing episodes have happened to me before while going grocery shopping. If the store is crowded or you go down an aisle and the way out is blocked or you, and you can't turn around, or worse, you stoop to the shelf, the bottom shelf to grab something, you get stuck, you can't get back, you can't get back up. Um, or someone stops to talk to you and you can't stop to stand and chat without the risk of falling over. These are all things people with Parkinson's have to consider. And once you initiate movement, it's very difficult to stop and start again. I found it's better to shuffle along, however slowly it may be. Of course, if you feel that you can no longer walk or stand safely, um, definitely ask for help. There was a series on Netflix for two seasons called Altered Carbon. Perhaps you've heard of it. It's based on the cyberpunk noir novel by Richard K. Morgans. Well, I heard about it from my friend Ridge in Bahrain. Taking place hundreds of years ago in the future, uh, human bodies or sleeves are interchangeable. Bodies are like disposable. And death is no longer permanent because people's consciousnesses can be downloaded into stacks. These stacks can be changed from body to body. The hero Kovacs is a lone survivor of a, re of a rebel group against the New World Order from centuries ago and has his stack activated and placed in a sleeve. We become more familiar with the character through a series of flashbacks he has from when he was training for the resistance. Uh, he was basically put through a series of virtual reality challenges. And when he gets stuck in a sticky situation, his trainer or, or battalion leader or whatever, tells him to create a new reality. Create, create a new construct. Get yourself out of a bad spot and into safety. Create a new construct. These words really stuck with me. And now I use it as a model to get myself out of freezing episodes. I developed what I call the Kovacs method over time. I stole a little bit of tricks of the trade from different people and kind of pieced them all together um, into the, what I call the Kovacs method. You know, what would Kovacs do to survive? How do I create a new construct? First of all, if you are experiencing freezing episodes, consult with your doctor. Adjusting your treatment or medication may be helpful and necessary. Also, ask your doctor about physical and occupational therapy. Physical therapists trained in Parkinson's disease can teach you techniques that enhance your mobility and prevent falling. Occupational therapists can help remove triggers around the home, they can help reduce falls and accidents, and make your home more safe. And now, I would like to give our very first My Cyborg Life shout-out. The shout-out is coming from me to my physical therapist, Ms. Angeline from OHSU, Center for Health and Healing. Thank you so much for everything you taught me over the last several months. Everything's coming so handy and uh, taught me a lot, helped me get around a lot easier. I do a lot of, most of the stuff, uh, pretty much everything you taught me I do at home, uh, in my, incorporated into my exercises. And I have borrowed a few things I learned from you to put in my Kovacs method. I hope you don't mind that I borrowed from you. Once again, thank you so much. You've been fabulous. I really appreciate everything you do. Creating a new construct can open new doors to better movement and less falls. The Kovacs method works pretty well for me. Imagine not only being stuck in a freeze, but it is also coupled with stiffness, rigidity, balance issues. This calls for some creative constructing, to say the least. You know, when I'm trying to navigate around during freezing episodes, sometimes I visualize a bunch of math, random math formulas and ge geometry equations coming off of furniture, like arcs and angles and stuff. Um, just to help me navigate my surroundings. Being diagnosed with young onset Parkinson's disease in 2014, I've developed a few tricks to help me get out of freezing episodes. Some I learned on my own, like I said, some with others, some with physical therapy, 
some combination of both, some from doctors, nurses, all of them improve themselves fundamental in fighting back during these freezing spells. Some of them might work for you better than others. Mix them together, switch them up, find out what works for you, but most of all, don't give in to fear and uncertainty, but go towards that goal of positive reinforcement and recovery. Create a new construct, create that new reality. No matter what kind of situation you can get out of it, do what Kovacs would do. Breathe in and let it go. Now let's learn how to create a new construct by learning all these cool tricks I learned along the way, my journey and through therapy to create the Kovacs method. Step one, try counting. If you get frozen or stuck, try counting. Simple, one, two, three, four, five, six, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. This will put a, a, your brain into a rhythm and it may help get you going. Sometimes I just randomly count out numbers too, like one, two, three, five, 19, 27, 55, 86. Do whatever works for you. Or you can do what the Pointer Sisters do right here. from Sesame Street. You know, it's pretty cool when you think about it. The Pointer Sisters probably taught me how to count being a child of the 70s. Step two, try music. Humming or singing along while walking to the rhythm can keep you moving and help keep you going. I've made a few Parkinson mixes with songs I find help me bounce back. You can find my Parkinson Get Moving mix on Spotify. I keep a few on my mobile phone just to have handy, especially for these moments. You know, music is essential to the Kovacs method. I, I Sometimes I listen to music constantly. When I'm walking, I have music in my headphones. I have a certain mix mixes that I listen to all the time that really help get me going. You know, you probably have your own mix. We all have different tastes of music. Try that out. It, it really works. Number three, shift your weight. Shifting your weight from side to side can help you feel more grounded and balanced before taking a step and also can help initiate movement. If you shift your weight, it might help you... Kind of step step forward a little bit. Give that a try. Uh, or number four, you can march in place. Try lifting the knees as high as you can and goose step in place before trying to step forward. Always remember when stepping forward to place your heel first and then your toes. This will give you better balance, seeing as most people with Parkinson's tend to slouch forward during these moments. You don't want to slouch too forward too far because you'll fall. And always go with your heel first. Number five, try moving another part of your body. If your legs won't move, try swinging your arms or twist your trunk. Then try moving your legs again. Then try stepping forward, heel first. Uh, one thing my friends would do with me is they would take me by my arms, hold me by my wrist, facing me, and they'd kind of rock me back and forth, shake my arms. We do this one thing too called shaky shaky pom pom pom. We got from Bibi Zahara on her show, show Dragtastic or Dragnificent or something like that. Yeah, I remember she did it with a couple of the other girls from uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. It was a cute show. 
But it's a little thing, you know, shaky, shaky, pump, 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 and that helped propel me forward. You know, sometimes they'd rock me side to side or move my arms or help me twist my trunk, and then I could trigger my foot to go. Because sometimes that was the only thing that would work. Number six, uh, you can try imagining a line or, or a pair of stairs in front of you. Um, I imagine stairs because for some strange reason I can walk up and down stairs better than I can a straight line. Um, so I envision a staircase or I envision like each tile on the floor, if it's a tile floor, uh, as a step. Or look at the line in the crack of this tile, step over that. Um, one thing you can do is you place tape on the floor in trouble spots like doorways. You can place tape on the floor to use as lines to step over in case of a free. Just have it ready. Have it ready there on the floor. Um, that helps a lot. You know, if you try to step over the line, then you can help yourself move forward. Good, A good trick part of the incorporated into the Kovacs method. Number seven, change direction. If you can't go forward, try stepping sideways first or taking a step backwards. But be careful about that. I have a hard time walking backwards. Um... Don't do anything you put yourself at risk. You know, I, I know my limits. Like I, I know sometimes I push myself too hard when I'm having these off times. And uh, I know how far I can go. I don't. I don't. I would never put myself at risk of a fall. Don't ever do that. I'll always be careful. Number eight, use a laser pointer. Shine a laser in front of you and step over it. Remember those uh, laser pointer? Uh, use it as a cat toy. My cat used to go crazy over those things. Uh, just step over the dot or imagine a line next to, next to the dot and step over that. Number nine, ask for help. Ask a friend for a gentle nudge or have a friend help you uh, by taking your wrists and slowly move your arms back and forth until you can step forward. Remember earlier we talked about shaky, shaky, pom, pom, pom. I'll mention it once again. Credit to BB Sahara from uh, RuPaul's Drag Race on Drag Dragnificent uh, was the name of the show, actually. And um, yeah, she taught this uh, lady how to dance for her butterfly party and um that was the thing she taught her shaky shaky pom 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 it worked wonders for me because i would rock forward and move my arms so i was getting two movements at once and then eventually if you did a little shaky shaky pom 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 i would be able to and my friends would help me with that then i could get up and stand and, and walk again and my freezing episode would be over thank god uh number 10 very important exercise is the best thing to manage parkinson's symptoms um, this can be somewhat a catch-22 situation for people with Parkinson's because we want to exercise but our mobility limits us or we just fought off a nasty off time and we're too exhausted to exercise. But the sooner we start exercising and the more frequently we exercise, we can have a positive effect on our on our health. Um, and once again, every I think every podcast I've talked about boxing, boxing, boxing. Try boxing. I took a boxing conditioning class at the UFC gym in Bahrain, and it worked wonders. I said this every episode. Um, my off times were less severe. My coordination, my balance, endurance all improved. Plus, I got really fit. Or if you don't want boxing, take up dancing or Tai Chi. The movements of both are rhythmic and dynamic and can help strengthen your balance and fluidity. That brings us to step 11, personify your Parkinson's. Whether you like it or not, unless we find a cure, your Parkinson's will be with you for the rest of your life. And it's a degenerative disease. The sooner you come to terms with that fact and take positive action, the better. Trust me. I found it helped me by giving my Parkinson's an identity. As you may remember from my other stories, and earlier we mentioned her, and we mentioned her a lot in this uh, podcast, I named mine Shelby. I talk to Shelby every day and let her know that I've accepted the fact that she's part of my body. But I remind her that I'm the host. So please try to go easy on me. This may sound a little crazy, but it works for me. 
It, it does, you know, and a lot of my friends, family, acquaintances, even my doctors have encountered Shelby and referred to her by name. You know, she's kind of become a real person in some ways. Um, and if nothing else, it at least sheds a little humor on the situation. You know, you have to have fun along the way. Otherwise, you're going to suffer even more. So drink your juice, Shelby. That brings us to the final step in the COVAX method, number 12. Ask your doctor about deep brain stimulation or DBS surgery. Uh, deep brain stimulation is an option for many people with Parkinson's, and a very good option. The DBS system is basically a pacemaker for the brain. Uh, a stimulator unit, usually placed in the chest, sends signals through a series of wires that run from the unit to a certain part of the brain. And they target two different parts of the brain here. Uh, one of them is the GPI, and I forget the other one. They put mine in the GPI part of my brain. This, in turn, will ideally manage Parkinson's symptoms like tremors, freezing, and rigidity. I underwent my DBS surgery in April 2021 at the University of Washington Medical Center in Seattle. The process involved two surgeries seven days apart. I was actually uh, three surgeries for me in my case because I had to do the second one twice, so two surgeries in one day. Uh, they were just afraid of an infection. They wanted to check it out. No, no problem, thank God. Uh, one month later, I started my programming phase with my neurologist in Portland at the Oregon Health Science University Brain Institute uh, Movement Disorder Clinic. The programming involves putting codes into a laptop using some DBS software. The, through Bluetooth, the, the laptop then sends a, a program to a remote control, which sends it to the stimulator in my chest, which sends the signal to my brain. Pretty crazy stuff. We talked about this a little bit before. We touched on it in the last episode, I believe. Um, on November t 2nd, 2021, I'm going to have my sixth programming session, programming number six. Uh, after some hit and miss and a lot of trial and error, the programming is now pretty much in sync and have almost been symptom-free since my last programming on the 21st of September. Incredible. Total change. Of Shelby's pretty much gone. You know, she comes around a little bit, but doesn't give me the trouble she used to. Hopefully, the session in November will give me another push forward. Seven years into my diagnosis, I've never felt better, I swear. Uh, granted, I still have some freezing and mobility issues, but lately I've been relatively pain-free and a lot more active. It was a long, arduous journey to get to this point, man but it was well worth it. Um, it's important to remember that DBS, though, is only a method of managing symptoms and possibly reducing medications. But unfortunately, like we said before, Parkinson's is, is a progressive disease. So although DBS can manage symptoms, it does not halt the progression of Parkinson's. Regardless, I would still recommend the surgery 100% to anyone living with Parkinson's who's had Parkinson's for at least five years, um, especially if you find your medication isn't working properly for you and you have severe on and off times with medication. Like Sometimes it was like, my why am I taking all these pills? I can't do anything anyways, it doesn't work. It was crazy, DBS really saved my life and brought me back, I'm, I'm so grateful for that. Um, what are some of the tricks that work for you? What are your freezing episodes like? Send me a voice question at anchor.fm backslash my-cyborg-life backslash message. Well, folks, that brings us to an end of this episode of My Cyborg Life. Once again, I'd like to thank all of you for listening and for your support. Uh, don't forget, you can follow us for free on Spotify. Just click that follow button and also the bell to get notifications of our latest podcasts. You can also find us on other platforms like Breaker, Stitcher, Pocket Cast. Pretty much wherever you'd like to join us, we're there. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok at My Cyborg Life. You can also donate to My Cyborg Life at MyCyborgLife.com. Your generous support will help me spread our message to the over 60 million people living worldwide with Parkinson's who hope to improve their quality of life. Once again, thank you, 
and we'll see you next time. next episode coming to america we'll go back in time to about a year ago when i left bahrain for the states in order to seek better treatment we will discuss the struggles i faced navigating a new and cumbersome healthcare system as well as wading through the sea of bureaucracy in regards to social services all during a global pandemic i will also tell the story of amazing friendships the story of one friend who flew halfway around the world to make sure not only that i got back okay but that my friends in portland knew how to handle my situation and caregiving and those friends in Portland who eagerly stepped in like soldiers, like you wouldn't believe. And this was the start of my journey that led me to DBS, Deep Brain Stimulation Surgery. Have a question about today's episode or something related to your experience with Parkinson's that you'd like to share? Well, I would love to hear from you. Spotify has an option to leave voice messages. Simply leave me a message, and I may include it in our occasional audience Q&A podcast. Plus, you will have a chance to win one of many fabulous prizes available exclusively to my Cyborg Life podcast subscribers. This is Kevin Denicky signing off. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time at My Cyborg Life.